it's a good thing I wasn't hoping to have any uh, listeners of the podcast in Nebraska because I probably just lost them, but that's all right. <laughs> we love you, Nebraskans. Please stay. Welcome to Conversely, where we're going to have an interesting conversation about a hypothetical situation. I've got three wonderful, interesting guests here that have differing backgrounds and should have an interesting perspective on the question. And Tom's already laughing at me trying to do an intro, I can tell. <laughs> it's awkward. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. That's all right, because see, I can edit it and I can cut out whatever I want and make it sound good. So our first guest... Returning from last time, JoLynn Ask, recently graduated from high school, getting ready to start at Iowa State University in the fall, unless you've changed your plans in the last couple weeks. I mean, there's always the backup of running away to Paris and opening a coffee shop, but, you know, still, so far, on the plan for college. Yeah, yeah, what are the odds there, about 50-50 on those two, or... Uh, it's becoming more 70-30, yeah. It's becoming okay. more that. Okay, good. I'm not going to tell if you If you said 70-40, I was going to say you don't have the math skills to sell coffee. But. Yeah. Did you hear the stutter? I almost said it. All right. And then next up is Brent Antonson. He uh, just recently released uh, his second book, I believe. Second book, right, Brent? That's correct. And about your, your first book was about your travels in Russia, I believe. What's the second one about? Uh, my dad, brother, and I, over five uh, train trips, circumnavigated the world by rail. So we went around the world by, uh, by train. Uh, it took five trips, five epic trips, like the Trans-Siberian Railway, and uh, going across Canada and across America and into North Korea, and, uh, and then from Moscow to London. So yeah, we've done the circle around. So that's taken uh, yeah, 26 years to bring to fruition and it's just being published this week. So Yeah, and Brent has all kinds of interesting stories, um, real stories from his life, including uh, obviously going into North Korea, being arrested in Russia, traveling around the United States, all kinds of interesting stuff. So Yeah, been to all the states. All, did, all, all 50 or just the 48 or did you hit all 50 all of 50, them? All 50, all 50 in the okay. end. Yeah, nice. but at the beginning, it cool. was a buddy and I who just uh, left, and we uh, ended up washing windows and sleeping in rest areas. But we, two and a half months later, we'd uh, knocked off all the lower 48, so it was pretty cool. And then finally, we've got Solver Tom. Tom solves puzzles. Like uh, Google Feudal you do a lot of. You do some other stuff too, right? Yeah, it's less about the puzzles for me and more about just insulting the viewer and being in a, an over-the-top Aussie. And if you can't tell from the accent... Tom is from Australia. That's right, mate. <laughs> now, Brent, did you ever make it into Australia on your worldwide travels? No, didn't. It was the uh, it was the world's third longest, and we decided that we would uh, be able to do that when we were were old, and uh, it was a first world country, so we went to North Korea instead. So, part of the idea behind this show is that uh, I intentionally don't give the guests the topic ahead of time because I don't want you to have necessarily a prepared response. Part of the idea is to see how people kind of work through an idea, a hypothetical, etc. But I thought what would be good with you three, I know that Brent, you've had all these experiences traveling around. You've been arrested in Russia. You've been in North Korea. You've, I mean, you lived in, you stayed in, you didn't necessarily live in, but you stayed in rest areas, traveling around the United States. So you've had quite a bit of uh, survival experience, I would say. Is that mm. accurate? Mm -hmm. And I know Joe Lynn likes Bear Grylls. She likes to watch <laughs> yes. survival shows. That does not make me an expert. And I mean, Tom lives in Australia. 
You guys have all kinds of crazy animals and stuff down there. I have ancestors that fought in the Great Emu War, so, you There know. you go. And I believe the emus won that war, didn't they? Yeah, it lasted about nine months. 1932, I want to say. Sorry, sorry if it's too soon to bring that up again, you know. <laughs> never forget. Yeah, never forget. <laughs> so, what I want to talk about is what is your strategy for the zombie apocalypse? Because that's obviously coming, right? Zombie apocalypse is definitely happening. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, maybe not. Maybe not. But there's certainly the chance of some sort of, you know, major event at some point in our lives. So what's, what's your plan for a zombie apocalypse? I mean, I've always been a bit confused about a lot of the media on zombie apocalypse because they make these, you know, the classical media is these zombies going around. Brains. Right. I don't know. I don't understand how people get caught. Right. I don't. I don't get it. It's like just a light jog, you know, even a power walk. Run away. It's not like Hussein Bolt is chasing you. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it, it sort of depends on what sort of zombies we're looking at. Are we looking at super fast, strong zombies? Like, if I lock the door, are they just going to walk past? Because there's not too much to do. I think in that case. Yeah, yeah. There was a movie where the zombies were like super fast. I don't remember what it was. I just remember seeing in the previews, they were like climbing over each other and it was like a wave almost. So I guess sometimes that happens. Um, so uh, yeah, there, it's a little unclear because of course, you know, zombies probably aren't going to be a real thing. But <laughs> You never know. But yeah, that's a good point. So depending on the type of zombies, but let's assume that they're actually dangerous. I'd really have to wonder first because we have far stricter fire, firearm laws here in Canada, so uh, you can't really own one very easily. And I don't know how, what alternatives you have towards zombies uh, except to shoot their head off, uh, and uh, which would mean that we would quickly, Canada would quickly become the 51st state, and we'd have to import some of those 360 million guns that you have. And, uh, no, we need them all. We can't spare them. Two fisted. Yeah, yeah. What other alternatives are there? Are there baseball bats? Are there what? What can you do to them? To to. I, I well, and that's of course it depends on what show or movie you're watching, right? As far as yeah, what right. you can do to them. I always thought uh, I watched watched a little bit of The Walking Dead, and they were they were slow zombies in that one, and I always kind of thought that too. Like, what? How are you? Like, just walk away. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I always thought you could. There was ways to like lure them somewhere, build a big pit, lure them into the pit, throw some gasoline, light them all on fire. There you go. Right. That seems like a good plan. I don't know. <laughs> so I think the bigger issue with the zombie apocalypse isn't the zombies themselves, but it's the destruction of like the social like standing and the economic standing. It's the fact that you lose like half your population and the world just crumbles. And I think we saw a similar stance to that when COVID-19 hit all over the world. Like people were locked in their homes, didn't talk to each other, didn't go out. Like we're able to survive when we're not able to go outside. So it's more about like the social and economical like issue that comes when the world collapses rather than the death of it all interesting yeah and of course i mean that's kind of really what we're talking about here is what happens if the the society collapses right yeah 
you know, the, all the things that could come along with a zombie apocalypse or another apocalypse or whatever. And, you know, what, what, what if the government collapses? There's no trash collection. There's no electricity. There's no, you know, running water, all this kind of stuff, right? That's when it gets really interesting. Yeah. Once you go to the supermarket and take all the baked beans um, and you run out of baked beans, then you don't have too many options. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I, I live quite quite close in a city, so we don't really have much room to make a garden or raise chooks or anything. Chooks are chickens for non-Australians listening. Um, so I don't know how you handle that. Can you eat the zombies? I wonder. Do you become a zombie? That's a good question. I mean, you'd assume it's an infectious type thing, right? Like it was a medical thing or an infection. Can you burn it out? Like if you cook them? I'm just, you know, I'm not saying, (laughs) I'm not saying I'm going to do this in the first 48 hours, but I might be a bit nippish. But day three, maybe, Day three, you know, a bit sick of baked beans, beans. you know, a bit bit of zombie buttocks. Is there much, (laughs) is there much virus in that bit? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you cook it enough, can you cook all the disease out of it? That's a good question. If it's a blood disease, you can't cook it out. So. Well, and, and you mentioned COVID. Um, you know, or any other of these, you know, bird flu, swine, all these things that we've had. If this is an infectious thing, the zombies are the animals infected. Do we have to worry about eating certain animals? Mm, I don't know. Because I mean, there were some animals that were able to get COVID. Yeah. Then I guess maybe you have to eat, uh, can you eat like chicken eggs? Are they safe because they haven't been infected if it's not an animal? I don't know. Are they infected by the, the mother? Chucks. I don't know. I think they're called chucks down south. Is it chucks or chooks? Chooks. We want to make sure Tom can understand us. I know. We got to translate to Australian. Yeah. If something's so infectious that it's spreading around, like could it even spread into the dirt? Like what if you couldn't eat plants? Then you got a bit of a problem. Well, then you're, you're really, really trouble, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could survive. Well, then then we got to go with Elon Musk's plan of jumping to another planet, right? Mm, of course. And hopefully not taking it with us. <laughs> oh, we would. We would. We would. That's the movie. That's part two. Well, no, what we got to do is send the people that are on the, the International Space Station because they're, they're sequestered from us. So they're going to be quarantined already. We send them to another planet to get a new population started because they're not going to have the the disease with them, right? Right. The smartest minds. Yeah, we just hope that they're not all the same gender. <laughs> or they're not going to be able to start a new society. <laughs> yeah, you know how we all deal with the realities of life and the pressures and everything. And you look at your dog and you go, mate, that dog's... That dog doesn't know. That dog's got it good. They're just like, they're happy to see you. They're happy when they get food. They're happy when they get the walk, go for a walk. They're always happy. Maybe in the same way, zombies are always happy. Maybe the zombies have it right. Maybe maybe it's better to be a zombie. Oh, they're out just looking for a brain, you know? They're just looking for another brain. I mean, that's one strategy is just let yourself get bit and not have to deal with it. Did they get full of brains? Did they give up or at some point or did they just... That's a good it's a, question. Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. And how, how are the zombies supposed to spread if they're eating everyone's brains? Because I'm sure as a zombie, you need at least something going on up here to still be a zombie. But if they're all these brains, it's not a very... It's not a great strategy for growth of the popular no. zombie population. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty fatty and, you know, probably got a decent amount of protein. I'm not 
really sure about its nutritional value other than that uh, i don't know i've never eaten brains so sheep's brains are tasty and very very unhealthy <laughs> have you had them before uh yes yes a okay. lamb okay. brain i think it's uh it, it's a it's a it's something <laughs> i think it's like the most um highest cholesterol thing you can eat it's like really? lamb brains hmm. yeah I don't know. I'm not a doctor. So, so what do you do if, you know, if you don't have power, water, all these things, you know, you were talking about not being able to grow stuff where you live. So, I mean, I, I would imagine a lot of people are going to move out of cities, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, the sort of the advantages of why you would live in a city, which is all the amenities that come with it, you know, public transport being near to other people, nice cafes, et cetera, et cetera. You sort of lose all of that in a zombie apocalypse. And if anything, mm -hmm. you want to be somewhere where there's, uh, you know, less density because less density means fewer zombies. Mm -hmm. So I think everyone would leave the cities and try to find a little bit of grass. And zombies might somewhere. stay in cities where the people are, because if the people don't leave, the zombies don't have to leave. And if you're out in the, you know, back 40, out, out far from the city, then you might be abstractly removed from this situation for some time. And you could still eat your greens and shoot your deer. Yeah, I'm sure there's a farm you could find where there's zombies now. They're, the zombies don't need much. Yeah, they don't need their own farm anymore. So you just sort yeah, of... Yeah, that's right. Or their own car. Yeah. yeah. True. But you can't have a car for too long because you're going to run out of gas being produced. Uh-huh. So yeah. a lot of the amenities are going to yep. fade off. So, so one thing that would be good that I, I've seen people say is you can find a car... And you could get an alternator and a battery, and you could rig up um, some sort of a, a windmill mm -hmm. with an alternator and a battery. Uh. To use the alternator, hook it to some sort of a windmill, and uh, charge the battery, and you'd have a little bit of electricity to do some minimal things like keeping things cold, for example, right? Like food and stuff. Yeah. Like, say you manage to kill a, a deer or something, right? Or a kangaroo, if you happen to be in an area that has kangaroos. <laughs> you know, it might be more meat than you need to eat and you want to keep it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't last very long because I, you know, <laughs> I'm born into, I'm Gen Y, born into a technological world. I have no real world skills beyond those that have, that I'm standing on the shoulders of. So using computers, etc. Every one of my skills, you know, the... It's not going to be zombie apocalypse and it'll be like, don't worry, mateys, I can solve word games very, very well. Watch how I edit this YouTube video. It's not helpful. It doesn't help. I'll, I'll be, I think I'll be dead within YouTube the week. YouTube is irrelevant pretty quick in an apocalypse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Even if we still have, you know, access to the internet and limited electricity and stuff, like people aren't watching YouTube anymore. Like they've got better things to worry about. Yeah. TikTok. No, I guess we'll be getting those those updates on our phones if they're still working that, you know, zombies are approaching. Zombies have broken through the dam. Zombies have broken. Mm -hmm. Started a forest fire. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like, my, my you know, I, I'm used to being told or searching online when something's happening. So, it's like, what's the weather like? I, I don't... Don't look out the window. No, 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 no. I just search online. So if it doesn't come on my phone, 
you know, I need someone to tell me the zombies are approaching. It's just like, are the zombies approaching? I hear a banging on my door. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. But there's no technology anymore. I don't know how to adapt. Yeah. I don't know how to adapt. I mean, I feel like there is going to be still some technology because, like, radio frequency waves aren't going anywhere. So radios could be around for thousands of years now that we've figured out how to use them. And I've actually heard that GPS on your phone should still work for probably around six months because it's it's run off the Satellite. satellites. They're going to keep going on their own. And even yeah. if you didn't have internet, you've got, you know, the built-in... You're not going to get updates on the fact that this road is no longer there because somebody blew yeah. it up or whatever. But uh, your GPS on your phone should still work for a while. Uh, the compass yeah. on your phone would still work. So you'd have a little bit of that, but... And- there are such things as maps and compasses that, like, you know, the real paper thing that right, people can right. use. And, and I don't exactly know how it works, but there is a way you can use an analog watch as a sort of compass where you, like, point the minute hand at the sun. Now, it's probably, you probably have to f- put your watch on your other wrist if you're in the southern hemisphere, Tom. But... <laughs> What? somehow you well it's not going to be the same it's not the other wrist but it's not quite going to work the same because i think you point the minute hand at the sun and then you look like halfway between the hour and what time it is and somehow it tells you which way is south and but it would be the opposite for you i would assume so because i mean the sun's going to be in a different direction from the southern hemisphere so yeah i mean i'm sure all these things are true but if i if it's if i can't get on the internet i'll never be able to learn this stuff well, Day one, you look this up before the internet goes down. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd probably just be like, oh, there's only Take eight me. hours of internet left. TikTok. TikTok. Or, I Tom, I don't know if you've heard of this media. thing called a library and encyclopedias. It might be in one of those. <laughs> uh, no, this is beyond This is beyond me. I've lost my ability to read paper. I only can read screens. <laughs> Even the radio stuff. Radio's still working. AM, FM? I, I'm not going to work this out. This is not happening. I feel like we've got probably four levels of familiarity with encyclopedias here because Brent, I'm sure, has used encyclopedias in the past. Yes, was raised on them. They were my entertainment. There we have entertainment. I was raised without a TV, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I, I, I used encyclopedias as a kid, but then I also had uh, Encarta, the, oh. the encyclopedia on a CD-ROM thing, and yeah. Lucky you. We used to beat kids like you up. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't until like middle school, high school, and then, and then eventually we got the internet and we could Google things, but yeah, and then... I mean, Joe Lana, she has no chance of using an encyclopedia, no. I'm sure. Oh, okay, wait. Other than Hold throwing on. them at <laughs> She zombies. saw one in a museum somewhere once. <laughs> yeah, I did. No, I feel like being in the Midwest, I feel like we're very, like, agriculturally centered and we're very, like, educationally centered. So I know how to use an encyclopedia. I know how to read a map. I know how to use a compass. Like, my brothers were in Boy Scouts, okay? So you're going to survive better than Tom is what you're saying. I, I don't want to say that directly, but I think I could beat Tom in the apocalypse. Yeah, I'd be getting in an encyclopedia and I'll be like, how do I control F this? I don't know how to... I'm no confused. joke, that's funny. That's true. That's the, big, that's the biggest thing about an encyclopedia versus, uh, you know, like an on, even an online encyclopedia is being able yeah. to search. Versus search is, I mean, I remember when, when Google search became a thing and it was like, oh, this is this cute little idea. But like... That's such a huge thing to be able to search for stuff. Yeah. Like instead of browsing through and even indexes and it's just not the same, you know. 
Yeah. yeah, in the zombie apocalypse, I'd just be like, some genius turned Wikipedia into paper. They turned this knowledge here. Who? Ah, oh, they're so, so clever. So clever. <laughs> yeah, so, so let's say the zombies are slow. We can run away from them. They're not really an issue. You know, we, we don't have electricity, but we can, we can maybe make a, a windmill with an alternator and a battery, or maybe we can go steal our neighbor's uh, solar panels, something like that, right? Um, there's ways you can get some power if you need it. I mean, we're going to run out of gas pretty quick. That's a problem. Yeah. But there's horses, there's cattle. There's horses, there's cattle. We have electric cars, but then you need the power for them. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's not going to be great. Yeah, I mean, running water is like probably the number one thing you need. So if the plumbing's yeah. still working, you're all right. Probably won't. But maybe you want to move to like a dam or a stream or somewhere. Yeah. You just need well, water. and I was going to say, Brent, in all your travels, have you ever had not had access to clean water yes. somewhere when you were traveling? Yeah, quite a few times. And what did what'd you do? I had bottled water brought along. They knew, but yeah, in the ha- in the hotels or things like that, sometimes it would just shake. With it would shake in the wall, and then this brown stuff would come out, and it would, mm. yeah, just not worth the repair cost, I guess. To I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah did you ever not have bottled water with you too? You had to- no. Wherever we've gone, we've had yeah, we've had that or or that's good, yeah. Yeah, so the other thing that I imagine would be an issue is, you know, once if there's all these societal things are breaking down, you got to protect yourself from other non-zombie people too, right? That are trying to take your windmill that you built. Exactly. Your water that you've made or whatever. Like, what's your, do you guys have any strategies for, what would you, how would you protect yourself? It's an interesting question how tribal things would get very, Mm -hmm. very quickly. Um, I do wonder if the the world would be more will we still have sort of an economic mindset of trade and working together or would it just be like oh, they've, they've got things I want things I, I, I could just take them there's no police I can just take them let's take them mm-hmm. um, but my fight I don't have fighting skills I don't have survival skills I'll probably just be like oh, yeah, you could throw take- your encyclopedia at them <laughs> I don't, no, know I don't have any other use for it, so that's a good point. You, you throw you throw the encyclopedia and you tell them something that they need to look for, and then while they're trying to find it in the encyclopedia, you can run away <laughs> with a windmill. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, I imagine you know you'd need to have some sort of um, you know I live I, I'm out in the country. We've got um, kind of the opposite of Tom, I guess. I'm, I'm near a city, but I'm out in the country with two acres. There's fields all around me. Um, there's actually a, a limestone mine across the street from me, but it's very open. Uh, I don't really have any protection from anybody. You can move into the limestone cave. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's that's a pretty good idea in some ways. And keep going. You could keep carving your way out. You could make new tunnels. You yeah. Could... Yeah, it's huge under there. So that would be interesting. That's You've true. got lots of space. Now, the downside to that is you're also... You, you've only got you know a couple of exits so if someone wants to come after mm-hmm. you you've got no escape right true you know I, I can imagine if I, if somebody else was hiding down there and I wanted what they had seal up the entrance and wait them out I mean yeah 
<laughs> yeah, now know? that I think about it, the uh, yeah, that's a terrible idea to move into a cave. You got a house. Why would you move into the cave? You got right, <laughs> but it's not terrible. real protected. I feel like I'd need to build some walls, or you know, I'm, I'm imagining forts and stuff, right? Like back in the old west, like they didn't yeah. have the police protection stuff. What they do, you know, or older times than that, even. And that's the interesting thing about a lot of these survival situations that people don't remember that there were thousands and thousands of years before us that they did not have like electricity, they didn't have gas, they didn't have like these things that we live our daily lives with. It is possible to live without. It's just an adaptation. It's exactly like like Brett here, he didn't have like Google or computers and he lived his life, I'm sure, happily and like blissfully because he didn't have that. It's just about living life without the things that you now have. And also probably building a tall wall. That would <laughs> tall wall. Yeah, for sure. Well, what what are the ethical things? Like what what about what about people yeah. who support support the zombie movement? Rights for zombies. Yeah. Inclusion. Yeah. They're the next evolution of humanity. They're yeah. the right way we should go, right? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> They'll be out doing a parade and all get eaten, so <laughs> zombie rights are human rights, right? That I can see the slogan now. <laughs> yes, yes. Your body my choice. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain my slogan. choice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Maybe it'll get like ultra specific over the years, like black zombies matter or support right. black, black zombie matter. trans rights. You know, yeah. it'll just be yeah. like oh, Oh, white race. zombies, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 we don't care about you. No, 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 no. White zombie privilege. <laughs> white zombie privilege. <laughs> They're always the first to get the brains. It's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> well, and I imagine, actually, um, you know, there probably would be some difference worldwide. Certain parts of the world are going to not be able to defend against zombies as well as and, and survive yes. as well as others. Now, like, I imagine some places um, that are going to be more, uh, like, big cities where it's highly populated, you're not, you know, you're not going to be able to grow your food, you're not going to be able to do a lot of things, and I imagine m there's more people who are going to be zombies, it's going to snowball, and you're going to have entire cities full of zombies, where you'll have places like Wyoming, where, you know... If there's a zombie, you shoot him in the head and you keep going on your ranch and no big deal. And it doesn't spread as quick, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you have places like, you know, Africa versus Europe versus America versus Australia. And current socioeconomic situations means that they're, they're not going to have all of the resources in some places. But they also might be a lot better at growing food and surviving yeah. off of very little. So exactly. it kind of goes both ways, right? So mm -hmm. you probably would have pockets, though, that would be more susceptible to being overrun by zombies than other parts of the world. So potentially you could end up with different races being more or less zombie because of that. I don't know. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people in China, which means there's probably a lot of zombies in China, right? <laughs> I wonder if you could have a baby with a zombie. Like, is that going to be a thing? Like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, is that your plan to try and have a baby with a zombie? <laughs> and zombie. Oh. I mean, there's some... People have some weird fetishes and, you know, I'm not... It wouldn't be me. Oh, no, of course not you. You're, you're asking but, for a friend, right? But someone yeah. would try. Someone would try. Someone would go like, well, I got to sacrifice. I got to make this sacrifice for humanity to find out the science, the science. <laughs> yeah, the science. 
That's interesting, That's yeah. You could even think about it like mad cow disease that was like rampant in the U.S. Like that was like a similar thing to zombies is what they said. Like and it was but for treated, cows, right? But for cows. And but like it could we could find a cure and it could be over in like a year or two. So you also don't want to like uproot your life. Yeah, that's interesting. Because maybe they're going to find a cure. I mean, they'd be working hard at it. Now, what if it requires a vaccine and and the zombies won't take the vaccine? Or they have a vaccine to protect you from being a zombie and regular people won't take people the won't vaccine because they don't <laughs> trust it. And they're going to... I mean, yeah. <laughs> this vaccine will keep you from being a zombie. Yeah, but it'll give me autism. You know, like, I mean, that's what you're going to get, right? <laughs> I think it becomes a war. Like, these people are invading. So then it's like wartime. So you can shoot them with a vaccine and it's not going to be... Considered what well, might be considered wrong by certain groups of people, but like if you're invading trying to kill somebody The lines change and Brent's gonna be shooting them with the vaccine because he doesn't have a gun to shoot him with So that's all he's got for throwing needles at them. <laughs> yeah, there's a story of a Japanese soldier after World War two um, Who was out on an outpost island outside of Japan and um, he didn't know that the war had ended and they tried to send him signals And he was just like spies spies. It's all spies Soul spies. And it took about 25 years before they got his old general to visit him and finally convince him off. But I imagine like with a zombie apocalypse, you might find that as well. People bunkered down. It's like, it's over. It's like, no, you're just trying to get me out. You want my baked beans, matey? You're not getting my baked beans. <laughs> yeah, I'd be for protecting sure. my baked beans. It's like, no, we're, you know, I'm, I'm an accountant, mate. It's back to normal. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You haven't paid your taxes in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's an interesting and that's also a kind of similar um i've heard i think i saw a show maybe one time but in like a nuclear apocalypse thing somebody yeah. if you go into a bunker right how do you know when it's safe to come out again you'd have to have like gauges like testing the air or children so or children one at a time well you could kind of I mean maybe not children but if you had some some chooks or some other little birds you know it's like Noah's Ark right we're gonna send the bird out and if it doesn't come back it must have landed on land well we're gonna send a bird out and if it doesn't come back it probably died like I don't know you know there's probably a way you could yeah well I imagine like in the like nuclear fallout like let's say you're in a situation where you're in a bunker and you know if you open that door and the fallout's still there you're dead Right, so you don't have right. a choice. And you've contaminated your bunker at that point. So. And you contaminate your bunker. So I guess you just live in the bunker long enough until you're at the point where you're just like, you know what? I think I'd prefer to be dead or yeah. out. And then you go, okay, I'll open the door now because the worst thing that can happen is I'm dead. And that's fine because right. I'm willing to be dead anyway, you know? It's, but what if you're matter. like the doesn't soldier, matter. the Japanese soldier, and you've lived mm. in the bunker for 25 years when six months after the yeah. bomb blast, you it was safe? I feel like it's got to be like a communication thing. Like you tell like 27 people, like, hey, come back for me when it ends. And hope all that not all now. 27 of them die. They're all zombies. They're all zombies. We're no back. Zombies, yeah. also had a zombie <laughs> it's safe. Come on out. Nah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you guys think would happen as far as governments and stuff? Like, let's say the government is essentially, I don't know, they all turn into zombies, whatever. People are doing their own thing. Are we going to have, you know, 
is the U.S. going to be split into groups, regions? How is it going to, what's going to happen, you know? Is Australia, you know, are you going to have a city that's just kind of walls themselves off and says, forget the rest of the country, we're protecting ourselves, you know, what, what do you yeah. imagine would happen with that? We're pretty isolated. You can't really get a train to Australia. So Yeah, you guys are pretty pretty well protected down there. That's good. We, we are a massive country. Like we are almost, by land oh, yeah. mass, we're almost as big as America. We're about 10% yeah. smaller. Um, but about 80% of our land mass is uninhabitable desert. So I imagine a lot of people living out in the country would have to come in because they can't can't grow anything in the country. So maybe the cities would actually yeah. get more more busy i don't know yeah how much of australia could you actually grow stuff in yeah it's only about 20 percent. you can actually grow grass the rest is desert it's just like the coastline you just have to figure out the right thing to grow maybe i don't know as far as trying to get if you like eating cacti you might be right i had a cacti taco the other day maybe that would be the uh the the main meal of the apocalypse well even if you don't like cacti you know if you don't have any other options Cacti yeah. starts to sound pretty good after a little while. Yeah, the side of zombie. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I, I wonder, now, what, you've watched Bear Grylls and such, you said, yes. Joe, <laughs> shows. Yes. can you get much water from a cactus? That might you be a can. good place to get some, yes. some yeah. water. Yes, they're yeah, 90% water. They're 90% water. If you're looking for fresh so, water. And, of course, everybody knows you can kind of boil water and get it yep. clean Purify and stuff. It. That's a way to do it. You get, you get it to boil and you get condensation and it runs off and... You're overestimating my ability to make a fire. <laughs> I bet. Like, I bet if you needed to, Tom, you could make it happen. You can do I just, it. I, electric stovetop is still not working. I don't understand how <laughs> no, to get Tom, heat. Tom, you stack up your five pairs of glasses <laughs> and you use them to create a, a beam. Yes. <laughs> actually, these might. We might be able to actually get like the sunlight going through the glasses to there you, you know focal point. Start right some in kindling. your eye. <laughs> yeah. You have to remember to take off the glasses. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my eyes bursting into flames. That's probably yeah. not helpful yeah. for these. It's like the apocalypse. Yeah. When you're looking for zombies and some guy's eyes explode, you might... <laughs> so, silver lining, I figured out how to make fire. <laughs> yeah, <Silver> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, of course, the other thing is it depends on what season it is, right? So depending on when this would happen, it might be better or worse for us or for Tom because we're kind of opposite seasons from Tom. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get too cold here, but I imagine in a lot of places like Canada and such, surely the zombies would just freeze. Surely. Do you have do you have snow where you are at all, Tom? No, just in the mountains. It's hard to get to snow here. Yeah, we just have a lot of rain. We get plenty of snow here, and I bet Brent gets yeah. even more than we do. But well, I'm not sure. Vancouver, you're over kind well, of. We're on the we're on the west coast, but we get our. We get a big dumping of snow every three years or something, but the rest of it's rain. I didn't know. Sometimes the coast is weird. Like it that, is. You know, it's, it's impossible same, to predict. predict. Well, yeah. all I know is here in Iowa, they always say, you know, if you don't like the weather, wait an hour. Because it's, it's always changing. Yeah. yeah. Constantly. We can get snow in the morning and 80 degrees in the afternoon. It just depends. True. And Tom's just nodding along like, yeah, I know where Iowa is. <laughs> In my, in my Australia brain, Iowa just sounds like, you know, nothing. <laughs> like, like wh- where's the most least interesting place in the U.S. to visit? Uh, Kansas. Iowa. Kansas. Kansas. No, Kansas. Nebraska. Nebraska. Kansas. No, Nebraska. 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 Trust me, Kansas and Nebraska. <laughs> Brent's been to all the states. Which one's the least interesting to visit? Nebraska. There Not even go. the okay. zombies want to go to Nebraska. Yeah. 
No. <laughs> Tom, the one thing you need to understand about I about Iowa is we hate Nebraskans so much. Ah. Well, how do you feel about zombies? No, and I've taken the train across Nebraska too. It's pretty bleak and not a whole lot there. They have that Cadillac, uh, the Cadillac Stonehenge. Yep, Other than do. that, Lincoln's birthplace, I think, is in Nebraska or Ronald Reagan's. Uh, I think it's Illinois, actually. You're right. It's in okay. Illinois. There's nothing in You're right. Nebraska. Nothing else in Nebraska other than the Cadillac uh, Stonehenge. Cadillac's, it's exactly what Tom, it sounds the like. the Cadillac Stonehenge are literally cars that are shoved into the ground, and they're just sticking up, kind of, and people just go and look at them, and they're, and they're graffitied all the time. And Americans are just like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever. Cars no. in the ground. No. Not all Americans. Not this American. <laughs> I went. I went. I got my picture taken. Even in the zombie apocalypse, people are going. It's too boring. I, I won't go yes. in the zombie apocalypse. It's too boring. <laughs> I'd die of boredom. I wonder if you could set up like, you know, let's say it's... 20 years into the zombie apocalypse, all the petrol has gone bad, can't use it anymore. You set up a horse and cart, but you put, like, zombies at the front, like a horse, and then you get the big fishing line with the brain, and then it's a... Uh, oh, yeah, brains. you turn them into workhorses, work zombies, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you just, like, you, you sort of reel it in when you want them to break, and then you reel it out when you want them to go. Maybe I would be all right. This is good ideas. Good ideas. I think this would fall across ethical lines like this, and we would not be able to do that to them. It would be unfair. It'd be cruel. I'd be going through a picket line of like, stop the zombie carts. It's unethical. And I'll be like, look at them. They're happy. They're loving life. They get to chase brains all day. Zombies love that. Mate, they're having a great time. You think this is better than them out in the wild, just not having any brains to look after? Now, here's a question. Where are you getting the brains? I'm sure. Well. Animals, because we don't eat the brains anyway. They're just going to waste. Give them to the zombies. Some people eat the brains. We can have a great situation here. (laughs) We eat the meat, we give the zombies the brains, and we're at peace. This could be a good diplomatic solution. Yeah. Maybe we meet with the leader of the zombies and we we work out a, a treaty. Where would the treaty happen? You know, it's always the treaty of, you know, Paris, Versailles, somewhere. Where would the zombie treaty happen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to meet in the most boring place ever. And so everybody wants to get it over with as soon as possible. Well, you can see them coming from miles away. They're not going to sneak up on you. Because there's nothing there. there. It's a good thing I wasn't hoping to have any uh, listeners of the podcast in Nebraska because I probably just lost them, but that's all right. We, we love you, Nebraskans. Please stay. <laughs> I think it's good to have a little bit of controversy in your in your thing. People watch yeah, something I mean, controversy. Tom, just Tom's to get videos. Angry. He literally starts off by insulting the viewers every time. So yeah, mm, that's yeah, lovely. That's, that's just call them an idiot, and then and, they're just and, like, Ugh. I literally get comments where people are just like, "What? Stop insulting me! I'm unsubscribing." <laughs> Like their feelings are hurt by some video on YouTube. <laughs> Can zombies' feelings be hurt? I wonder. That's a good question. I don't know. If they don't have a brain, it depends what part of their brain is gone. They might have more advanced zombies and less advanced zombies. There could be like a spectrum of zombie classification. And then maybe if they like, rep- if they reproduce, maybe they can get a whole brain. 
like mom has half a brain, dad has half a brain, this child has a whole brain, and then they're practically human. Then you have zombie Menza. Mensa. Mensa for zombies. (laughs) Exactly. If zombies are happy to eat each other's brains, then it probably won't be a problem for very long. You don't end up with just one zombie left, Mm. and then you just got to take out that one. It's just like uh, Hunger Games, but zombies, you know? Well, or Joe Lynn, that's like the eye for the eye, and leaves one person with one eye at the end. We were talking about that last episode. True. (laughs) We said an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. That's That's the quote, yeah. But there'd Except be one, one guy, guy with one eye end. at the end. <laughs> In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah, now do you, uh, we don't necessarily have to name people, but if you think about the people you know in your society, do you have some ideas of this is the person that I would want to work with in, the, in a survival Elon situation? Musk. Or this is the person that I definitely would not trust. You Elon, know, Musk. Elon Musk. I mean, if you're looking to rig up some sort of technological thing, make a True. windmill with an alternator, like he feels like the, the kind of guy that would be right for that, you know? The MacGyver of our century. True. He'd probably start a company and look for investors and somehow take over the world again. You know, he'll, yeah. he'll be fine. Probably. Again. Again. Probably. I feel like the agricultural people of the Midwest are probably going to rule the zombie apocalypse because they're the ones that know how to keep the agriculture going. And then, the, like, the people that know how to actually build things, like the engineers and the architects. So what I'm trying to say is all of the Iowa State graduates. Um, I yeah, would go pretty to much. First. There you go. <laughs> agriculture <laughs> and right. engineering school. That's kind of a big thing at Iowa State University, yeah. Yeah. In terms of like culture and just sort of the general day-to-day life, I imagine Nebraska, it's sort of already like there has been a zombie apocalypse, you know? It's not, yeah, kind yeah. of. That's about right, yeah. There's isolation. Everyone's got a gun. Get off my property. <laughs> you know, it's, it's basically right. the same thing. So they're well prepared. They're ready. They're ready. Maybe we should go to Nebraska to talk to them. We didn't really mean all that stuff we said in Nebraska. It was just a joke. <laughs> So you're talking about agriculture and engineering people and Elon Musk. What's our what's our zombie apocalypse dream team here? We're going to put I don't know, let's say 10 people. Who who not specifics necessarily, but like what are our what does our team look like? We're going to well, we survive put, the apocalypse. We, 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 we got to get Bear Grylls, surely. Yes. Bear Grylls. He is going to be Bear Grylls yes. or or if he's already a zombie then another survivalist, right? Yes. Somebody who's an expert. We have to go to the Oregon Hills. We're all those guys who are waiting for the, you know, all those secret militias up in the hills that are waiting for the apocalypse. Brent just wants their guns. He's just going I for just guns. the I guns. I just want the guns. I just really want the guns. Please. <laughs> Please. We need one in my province. Yeah. I mean, we definitely need, we need a farmer, right? We need a farmer. Yeah, farmer. And, 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 you know, we've got a lot of great farmers in Iowa, and they are great. But I almost feel like you need a farmer who's used to growing things where you can't grow stuff. Yes. Like it's pretty easy. It's not that the farmers don't work hard, but it's it's not as hard to grow things in Iowa as some places, yeah. obviously, right? Absolutely. So I mean, I can kind of throw things in my backyard, and they just uh, things grow that I don't want to grow out here, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need like an Australian farmer. Yeah. Yes, an yeah. Australian farmer. I mean, I mean, my application, I'd just be reaching. Like, if I'm applying for this group, I'd just be reaching for ways I could be useful. It's like, oh, yeah, growth. Uh, YouTube subscriber growth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I understand growth. I got it. I, I can got do it. this. I got it. Don't you worry. 
you're you're uh, you're the you're the entertainment, right? You entertain the other nine people while they do the work. Is that the way it works? Yeah. No, you're I'd the be the just like. Yeah, I'd be the like. We got to distract. We need some bait to distract the zombies. All right, Tom, you can be. You'll be on the, you the list. So right when we need to escape, mate, you are out there. And I, what are you zombies eating today? <laughs> chomp, 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 dead. Yep. Yeah, I think I'll be yeah. useful. You were useful once. <laughs> and, once. And the other thing I think that you want is people who are, you know, have more than one skill or area of knowledge, right? Like a, you can have a farmer who's really good at growing stuff, but if that's all they know is farming... You know, that's great, but lots of people that people that are good at lots of different things, I think, is ideal, right? So that way, if you lose your farmer, yeah. you've got somebody else that can also do that, or you lose your engineer, you know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I feel like you also need, it needs, like, an ethics board, like a judge or a police or some kind of, like, ethical standing, because there's going to be a dilemma that needs to be solved, and there needs to be a person that can make the ethical choice. Yeah, I mean, I would say, say like, in terms of your ethics board, like, you probably need quick decisions in an apocalypse. So I, I think yeah. dictatorship is the way to go. Just have have a decision maker, someone with a big stick making the I decisions. Mean, really, you need a, a leader. You need someone yeah. who isn't necessarily super good at any one field, but is able to direct people and take charge. A dictator yeah. type, but... Yeah. I'd have Kim Jong Un in my team. King Jong Un. <laughs> He's. We also want them to make good choices. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you need a leader who's gonna be, uh, you know, not full of themselves, right? That's looking out for the group. So of that course. was just what? What? Not even DeSantos. We can't trust trust Biden. I'm not thinking of a political leader. I, I'm thinking like non-political because good leaders typically are not in politics in my True. experience. True. <laughs> I feel like Scott's promoting himself right now. He's like, we need a humble, kind, considerate person. <laughs> I, I don't know who that would be. I am be, the most but... humble. Just let me tell you all about how humble I am. Has his yes. own podcast so he can reach people. Yeah. Do you think there's any place in our uh, Apocalypse Dream Team for like an artist or a musician or anything? Or no. Or they just no irrelevant at this point? Yeah, it's like, oh, do we get the, the musician or the doctor? Yeah. Well, and that's a good point. We need a doctor. Well, we've got, if we're talking 10 people, we've got room. So we've got a doctor, yeah. a farmer, uh, some sort of leader person. Um, Bear Grylls, yeah. He'll, he'll, the problem with Bear Grylls, it'll be like, he'll just be asking us to drink our own piss and it'll be like, Bear, we got a wa- It's been 20 <laughs> minutes. The water's <laughs> over there. And he's like, we can drink our own piss. Bear, calm down, mate. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost feel like it'd probably be good to have two doctors, actually. Yeah. That seems like the one that you need in action. And maybe even two farmers. Because I yeah. feel like food and yeah. health are going to be just two big a things. Ju- a yeah. juggler? <laughs> well, I, I just think an entertainment when the phones go down. That's the entertainment. I mean, you got to keep morale up, right? <laughs> no, I agree with that. Of all the I ways like people that. could entertain, you're just juggling. That's the thing. Okay. We're, in year, we're in year four. It's a weekly entertainment, and he's going to juggle again. He's, he's up to five oranges. <laughs> Get him the J encyclopedia so he can learn more about it. Yes. 
We could have got that bushman that would have been getting showing us how to eat grubs, but we got three jugglers. I don't know if we need the three. <laughs> I feel like relating to the music and art, I feel like you might not need somebody specifically for that because I think that that's going to carry on no matter what. Like we even saw that like in our actual history, like in the Renaissance when art was destroyed and ruined, there was an uprising of art and music again. Like it's always going to come back. It's just... Yeah, it's and there's a good chance now. that one of our ten people knows how to play a guitar yeah. or at least whistle or something. Or rap. Yeah. That we need Kanye in our group, so we've got a rapper. Yeah, that's what we yeah. need. <laughs> that's Kanye's the one you chose. <laughs> the the artist would be sent out off to Costco to do a uh, a scavenger run and he'll come back and Yeah, it wasn't much. It's like you've you brought a canvas and three buckets of paint. I don't know, mate. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's organic based paint. It's like, yeah, but look at this thing. I can hang it from the roof and it'll go, whoa. We've got to be great. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Yeah, Costco's definitely a place you want to go raid when the zombie apocalypse yeah. happens. Yeah. I mean, I think all uh, the canned this, goods and box goods and. It'll last a while. Do, do zombies climb? Do they have the capacity for. It, it depends on which, uh, which, which you know, literature you're looking fighting. at. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they took my strength as a human, so zombies don't get any stronger, then no, they can't climb. <laughs> no ability to lift their own body weight. Impossible. You could live at the top of Costco. You could just come down and grab whatever you wanted and climb back up. Yeah, uh, Brett, uh, need to get upstairs. Oh. Uh, elevator, elevator. <laughs> elevator. Yeah, but there's no Lazy power. So the elevator doesn't work, remember? Oh, yeah, nah. but he's, yeah, see, he's I've, Tom. I, I was saying I wouldn't last as a human. I wouldn't last as a zombie either. <laughs> Both are, are no goes. So it'd be about eight hours as a human and then two hours as a zombie and then I'm done. And they no They'd be like, Tom, no you're brain. done. <laughs> yeah, there'll be the zombie. There'd be the human ten, and then there'll be the zombie ten. I wouldn't make either team. It's like it's like you know when you're in school and they're playing soccer and each each captain's picking a team. It's like no no no. Well, Tom, we've got eleven people, mate. That's uh, <laughs> we got to keep it even, mate. We got to keep it even. No, I'm off. I don't think you're. We we're supposed to talk about childhood trauma, but you know we can touch on that a little bit. Hey, you know whatever. whatever. That's why we got people with different uh, backgrounds <laughs> so we can get get con- converse perspectives. Yeah, even the zombies are just like no, no. I, can I just can I just walk behind you? No. <laughs> Now, I've heard people say that one of the best places to hold up uh, to protect yourself from zombies or some other invading force is in a prison. Yeah. Because they're designed to keep people out, but or keep people in, but they're also kind of designed to keep people out. You've got razor wire, you've got all the locked yeah. cells. and I think that's popular you know. in zombie media. They, they end up in a prison a lot. Mm-hmm. I think in Walking Dead, mm-hmm. they were in a prison at some point. Yeah. Yep. But like, if you lock yourself in a cell, even if you have the key, if the zombies are outside, you're pretty stuffed. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? At least you get right. to have a toilet. That's something. Yeah. Wait them out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, it'd be hard to hold up in a prison, I feel like. Just, you know, we were talking about having an entertainment person in our group. Like, putting yourself in a prison is the exact opposite of <laughs> entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Just, you want to bring down morale. Let's all go hide in a prison, right? 
he just feels like this is this is our last our last hope. We've we've put ourselves inside a prison. Like there is nowhere else to go. I don't know. I, I imagine you would you would want to find places kinda like back in you know, when cities were being formed back in the old west and 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 older than that, thousands of years ago, like you said, we'd be setting up near rivers and up on hills where we had good view and protection. You know, it'd be right back to how we used to do things. Spoilt for choice in Europe, all the old castles. I oh, just move into yeah. Edinburgh Castle. Yeah, oh, look at the, the height on that go. thing. Yeah, you're fine. You know, yeah, lock the gate. lift up the moat, let mm. them all drown. Declare yourself king. Who's gonna, who's gonna stop you? Who's gonna stop you? You make your own registry. Baron right. von Solver Tom is looking Brent's after. Brent's gonna come stop you because he's gonna get all those guns from the guys on the mountains. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's isn't it like 120 guns per 100 people in the US? And then yeah. when you got the not zombies like not using guns, you'll have every person will have 17 guns. Yeah, do you have 17 guns, Jolyn? Uh, currently, yes, that's currently about what's right. We okay. get one for every one for every birthday. Is how it works. <laughs> so, well, I've got yeah. a lot of guns then. In that case, I don't know you where do, they all are, but uh, well, you're not yeah. supposed to tell anybody, Scott. You know, they might try to take them. Oh, okay. It's a secret. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a secret mm-hmm. from me even where they are, so. Exactly. <laughs> I can't tell anybody if I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I feel like we've pretty well covered the zombie apocalypse. Tom is dead. I think we solved it. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just a zombie. I'm dead. Brent yeah. is juggling. Uh, <laughs> Learning in the process now. JoLynn is killing all the people in Nebraska. And That's my game plan. <laughs> and Scott, you're trying to be in charge and no one's listening, mate. No one's listening. We will need it. We will need a cafe. Yes. That absolutely. We'll need a cafe. Caffeine, caffeine will be among the list of things. If the zombie apocalypse beans. happens, you will abandon Iowa State and go sell coffee, right? That's my game plan. Yes. Would people still be using like currency? To buy coffee, That's a good or would question. there be another? Would they be trading zombie like brains guns. or something? Bullets, guns. Guns. yeah. Mm. I imagine at first people would be using money, but it wouldn't last very long, probably. Yeah, I'll trade you an AK forty-seven for two cups of latte. That's the oh. that's the trade. There you that's go. a fair balance from a Canadian's point of view. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the American exchange on lattes, but. If you're going to Starbucks, it's about even. If you don't like coffee, like some people, then it's oh. uh, not a good trade. <laughs> oh, you are you are on your own there, matey. Oh, God, yeah. I, know. I know. This is me I'm, this morning. I'm, I'm already two coffees in. <laughs> yep. It's weird to hear you say this morning, but it's yeah. So what? By the way, what is the future like, Tom? How's how's what's are things like tomorrow? Any different than? Yesterday? Oh, there's a zombie apocalypse coming. Didn't you? Okay. Good to oh, know. No. It's happening. <laughs> This is good timing, then. It's happening overnight. No, we know there's not a zombie apocalypse because you're still alive. And you told us you wouldn't last very long. No, we had 90 minutes left, and it's like, what am I going to spend my last 90 minutes left? Oh, podcast. Podcast. People must... must, The future must know my ideas on the zombie apocalypse so that they can learn from our mistakes. Right, right, right. Very nice. All right, cool. Well, this was fun. It's interesting to hear everybody's perspective, different perspectives, and um, yeah, very cool. So thank you to Brent and Tom and Joe Lynn for joining me and talking about uh, silly things like zombies. 
Now, do anybody, how show of hands, who thinks that zombie apocalypse is really going to happen? No, AI is killing us all. AI is killing us all. There you go. Yeah. That's the next one. AI apocalypse. That's the how are you going to survive the AI apocalypse? <laughs> next episode. <laughs> episode. Next episode 48. <laughs> now it's the pirate apocalypse. It's like, you're running out of apocalypse <laughs> ideas, Scott. Mate. Yeah. Change it how up. did this turn change into it the, up. the apocalypse podcast? <laughs> yes. So before before I forget to ask you, Brent, uh, where can people find your book and your other stuff? Uh, my book is available at my uh, at brentantonson.com. Uh, my cool. last name is A-N-T-O-N-S-O-N. So brentantonson.com. And yeah, my book just came out this week. And I'll, and I'll put a link in the places for people too. So they'll be able Wonderful. to. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Great, Scott. And wherever that ends up, wherever you're listening to this at, there'll be a link there somewhere. So brentantonson.com. Very nice. And Tom, Solver Tom. Is, are you, you're just Solver Tom on YouTube, right? Yeah, you can Google it for now until the zombies put an end yeah, to yeah, that yeah. they love yeah. sort is, of firewall zombies so they don't are you just at solver tom on youtube i don't i don't even know tom's uh, yeah at solver tom i think works just google it I just mate google no, no one's typing urls in 2023 go to your go it. to your s encyclopedia <laughs> look up solve and you'll find him <laughs> And Joe Lynn, you don't you don't have a, a I don't have a. If you would like to donate to my education, you can go to GoFundMe at Joe Lynn Ask. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If you if you want to get in touch with Joe Lynn, send me a message and I'll get you in touch with her. There we go. How about that? I'll filter yeah. out all the creeps for you and <laughs> and zombies. <laughs> yes. Very cool. Well, thank you guys for joining me, and uh, thank you for yeah, we'll have us. to have you guys all Thanks, on in the you. future at some other time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. right. Have a good evening or morning or afternoon or whatever time it is where you are. You don't know how to end these either. You don't know how to start them. I don't. I don't know how to start them or end them, literally. (laughs) Yeah. You should just say, like, thanks. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next time and hear us talk about some goofy thing. There you go. Now I don't have to do it because she just did it. That's the ending now. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Cut.